So hey, welcome to Hey Dude. Hey dude, happy happy October. <laughs> happy October. Oh my god, I can't believe it's already October. 2020 has felt like the longest a whirlwind. year ever. The longest year ever. Speaking of the longest year ever, we just relive the 90s every day. <laughs> and early 2000s. They never died with us. Oh my god. Okay, so I came over to Caitlin's and I brought dinner because I'm a good friend. I had this moment today where I was just thinking about games that we used to play as children at school. I had this one that I couldn't remember and Caitlin doesn't know it. So like if any of our listeners remember it, you have to tell me because this was my favorite game and it's called Treasure Mountain and you were like a little mountaineer and you had to go all the way up the mountain. There was like a Yeti and there was snow at the top of the mountain, but it got us in like kind of a vortex while we were eating. (laughs) (laughs) Fell deep into a rabbit hole. Literally, the reader rabbit hole. <laughs> Literally, reader rabbit. We have a two-hour walkthrough <laughs> of the first grade on YouTube right now. Listen, that game was the best. It, no, I'm not saying it wasn't the best. It's just so funny how I just it just popped in my head today, and I, was, I thought to myself, how do I not remember the name of this video game? I used to play all day, every day at school. Not all day, but, you know, during my one-hour computer sciences class. Mm -hmm. I swear, I need to get a PC, like an older PC that would work. Because I I still have some of these games. But, like, do you need an old PC, or can you just get a computer with a disk drive? I don't think it can be too updated. I think it would have to be, like, like Windows XP or... (gasps) The best Windows was Windows XP. Let me see, actually, what I have in my... uh, That is the... (laughs) biggest thing of cds i've ever seen in my entire life you should have seen my when i had an actual like a lot of space i have a ton of movies and that's mostly what this is i don't even that's asinine okay (laughs) this thing is like like a 15 inch binder just full of (laughs) cds well let's see what gems i have in here i have some wii games Including Harry Potter Lego for the Wii. Oh my god. And Family Feud. Family Feud was so much fun. We also had Toy Story Midway Mania. Rock Band 2. I I didn't play Rock Band on the Wii. We played Rock Band on the PlayStation. Oh. Well, I was the best drummer. And I don't know. I do not know any other person who preferred drumming in Rock Band or was as good as me. I was deadass the best drummer. See, okay. I feel like... My mom must have thrown Rock Band out the window at one point in our childhood because I remember owning it and having, like, the guitarist, the bassist, which was basically just a second guitar, and then the drum set, and then magically, they didn't exist anymore in our house. So I'm pretty sure that she destroyed them because she didn't want us to have them anymore because we were probably annoying. I used to have a toy trumpet, and I caught my mom throwing it away one time, and I would never let her forget it. The betrayal. It oh was my like a play school trumpet that had, like, it made noise. Yeah. Um, where did your mom hide stuff when you got grounded and things got taken away? Where would she hide stuff? Probably just in the closet. Okay. One time, we had these cabinets in our garage, and one time one of the cabinets was zip-tied. And, and you were like, what like, the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. And so I opened it, and it was on my Christmas present. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Oh my god, my mom used to hide our Christmas presents and when we would get in trouble, like, she would take away the PlayStation and she would hide them in the 
trunk of my dad's work car because he worked for the county so he had a county car Mm -hmm. and she would put it in the trunk of that in the safe that was meant for like a gun (laughs) she would put like our playstation i have lego friends lego friends was a good one that one was fun crayola magic princess oh i loved all the crayola games i crayola is probably my favorite company just like, if you had to pick a favorite company, mine would be Crayola. Not Disney. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It would be Crayola. My mom and I have this really fun game where we get drunk and you try to guess the name of a crayon. So you just hold up the color. Like, you, you hold up the crayon and you cover the color name. Mm-hmm. And you just say, like, what color is this? Macaroni and cheese. Right, but you have to say that. Like, you have to say the real name. You can't be like, that's orange. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not orange. It's macaroni and cheese. It's one of the most fun games. We, we would buy, like, the 500 crayon box and we would play with a sharpener yeah and we would play that like as adults now that i'm an adult oh i saw sims you know uh, you know yes, i love the sims, sims too and sims sim city is fun the math blaster cross range okay math blaster was the best i just showed you the old oog math blaster and then um we were talking about this earlier madeline first and second grade wow i haven't seen those cds in so long memories are flooding back the madeline games were so much fun because i feel like she was an icon i love when we were young me too love she was such a badass and i wanted to get my appendix out just so i could be like madeline yeah and have the scar and i wonder if i could i'm trying to think if i can even remember the the poem yeah something about 12 little girls in two straight lines the smallest one One was was Madeline. madeline yeah I had the books when I was little. My dad used to read them to me um, as bedtime stories. And then I have Clue Finders. I got sixth grade, Mystery of the Missing Amulet, Math Adventure. I liked the Clue Finder ones that weren't really about learning. (laughs) They were more of like the fun (laughs) ones. I also saw some Oregon Trail up in there. Do you have Amazon Trail too? No. I loved Amazon Trail. Uh, More Clue Finders, fifth grade, Caitlin's First Mix, Green Day, Gorillas, Weezer, Ashley Simpson. What what a collection! <laughs> what a collection of songs! That was me in fifth grade. Okay, so the okay, so the Green Day song was probably like American Idiot range, fifth grade. Yeah, American okay, Idiot wait, wait, wait. holiday. Yeah, holiday for sure. Oh, holiday was for sure on there. Yeah, yeah, because you were like a little bit of like a hipster even back then. Holiday so, was my favorite one. Pro- me too, I think. I liked Wake Me Up When September Ends because it was reminiscent of some of the older songs. But out of all of those newer songs, Holiday was prime. What was the other one? Gorillas. The Gorillas, yeah. Oh, Feel Good Inc. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Do you know another Gorilla song from that album? Uh, They had one more. I mean, I know there are other songs from other albums, but that album, Dare? I feel like... Was it called Dare? I don't remember. I mean, we have Apple Music now. We could <laughs> literally look it up. Weezer? Weezer. Ooh, see, that's a hard one, because Weezer... I mean, it's probably Beverly Hills. It was Beverly Hills, Beverly and that was Hills. also my ringtone. Are you serious? Did you have a I ringback? Think... Tell me you had a ringback. <laughs> I had a ringback in, like seventh or eighth grade and it was kiss kiss by chris brown <laughs> that's like very unbrand so i didn't have a ring back but liam did and up until he got rid of his old phone number he still had the ring back so when you called him it'd be like that remember how when you didn't pay for it anymore you got like the classical music mm-hmm. his up until like six years ago was still that i think beverly hills is my first real ringtone like my first non-midi one because before that, I had, uh... Did you used to make them? Like, would you record 
the song or whatever part. Mm, I don't think I did that till I first got an iPhone. Because when I got an iPhone, I used to take songs, like, from my iTunes and cut them, I think. Yes, because you used to be able to do that, and now you have to pay for it. Because mm-hmm. I pay for one, because I'm trash. I pay for one. I had Beverly Hills. I had Temperature by Sean Paul. <gasps> oh, love that song. I had the Office ringtone. Like, Ooh, the Office that's a good one. theme. And then I moved it to Parks and Rec in high school. Um, and I also had Sleepyhead. There Ooh, it is. That's a good one. I had Sleepy Head as a ringtone for a while. I think I pretty much stopped using ringtones. I feel like sometime in high school, I just forever on silent. On silent, and I don't think it like it's never. It's been never off. been off silent since. <laughs> I think I have to agree. Like, is there a point in time in our generation where we, you know, like the meme that says, or the tweet or whatever, whatever you want to call it, where it's like there's a moment in your childhood when your parents picked you up for the very last time. Like, is there a moment that our phones were on? Ringer versus silent for the very last time. The only time I have my phone on not silent is if I'm, like, expecting a call and I don't yeah. want it. Because you know when you're expecting a call is the one time it won't buzz. It won't be, like, bzz, 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 bzz. But even so, like, most of the time when I'm home, it's on silent. If I'm out in public, it's definitely on silent. Oh, my God. Nobody needs to hear my Nobody ringtone. needs to. <laughs> nobody even needs to know that I have an incoming anything. Sorry. I don't exist. <laughs> My mom's ringtone as a child was Redneck Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. If that tells you anything. And it was was specifically the line that was like, and my Christmas lights are up all year long, and our Christmas lights in our backyard were up all year long. I think your mom might be one of us. (laughs) She's definitely... Kathy, like is one of us she always was one of us i think that's most of them that i have and then it's just like old cds pink yeah how did you know what's below it um this i don't know what this is this is regina specter this one is like something i probably got like a weird handout from somewhere oh my god you remember when you used to go somewhere and then they'd have their cds in like a little sleeve and they'd try to hand it to you and be like listen to my mixtape i think that's what this is all the time also warp tour like anytime you went to warp tour did you yes. go to Warped? Yes. Yeah. I went uh, two years, 2010 and maybe 2008 or 2009. I went in 09 and it was like Gym Class Heroes was one of the big ones that we saw. We saw Shwayze. We I, saw, I saw Rise Against. Um, I was definitely there for some 41, which is the 2010. Yes. And I also, at one point, on a different year, I saw Chiodos. The headliners for 09 were like Motion State Soundtrack, Rise Against, Gym Class Heroes. See, it's hard because they, they blend together in my mind, so I can't remember which was which time that I went. So I guess I also went in 08 because... I own the Warp Tour compilation CD from 08 that has, like, Against Me, Story of the Year, Floggy Molly, which I remember seeing Floggy Molly live, and Motion City Soundtrack. I know I went in 09 because that was the same year that Blink-182 and Weezer went on tour together, mm-hmm. and I remember my mom was livid because I bought concert tickets for, like, August was Warp Tour in the Bay Area, and then... Literally, like, September 9th was 
blazer. And my mom was like, you're not going to two concerts in two months. And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was all-time low. Oh, the Academy Is was there. That was such a good year. Such a good year. Yeah. Oh, and Cobra Starship. I remember they were there. And I thought Leighton Meester was going to come out, and I was obsessed with the Gossip Girl. So I was like, Leighton Meester's here. No, she did not come out. But I did see, in 2010, Taylor Momsen <gasps> in uh, The Pretty Reckless, her band. Yeah. And we wait. So <clears throat> I was insistent on being front row for Taylor Momsen. So we watched this, like, really amazingly cheesy, like, country band beforehand. Yeah. They were like a um like a country band that did like the washboards and stuff. <gasps> Shut up. Why was that a warp tour? <laughs> that must have been like a local thing. I don't know, but it was amazing. But so we watched that whole thing and then Taylor Momsen came out and she was beautiful and perfect. <laughs> In every way. I might even have I took pictures of her. Is it on a flip phone? <laughs> so, uh, what are the quality of the photo? No, it's not. Wow. Now I'm reminiscing about how good Warp Tour 08 was because against me, the story of the year, Say Anything, Motion Say Soundtrack, Mayday Parade, Pierce the Veil was there, Angels and Airwaves was there, All Time Low, Academy Is, Cobra Starship, Gym Class Heroes, Devil Wars Prada, Four Years Strong, The Main. Like, I just, I can't even... 303? Who did I think I was in 2008? Who did I think I was? See, I don't remember seeing those people. Because I know I saw some 41, Pretty Reckless. <clears throat> I saw Medina Lake, Chiodos, The Cab. <gasps> the Cab. I saw him at Coachella. He was from Vegas. And everyone was obsessed with him for a valid reason. Well, not everyone, but a good <clears throat> amount of people were. Well, yeah, then he had that song, The Vegas Guys. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on? Is there anything new in your life? Anything new in my life? Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so much new in my life. That's such an overloaded question, I feel like. <laughs> Obviously, like, last week, life was fine. And then this week, it's... I mean, at this point, I think that's upwards of 40,000 people are getting laid off. And, like, so many of them are people either that I know or know by proxy. Yeah. There's a lot of people, like, in our network that... A little too close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about Disney is most of the people who live here literally uprooted their life to come work at Disney. Right. And now there's going to be people who are getting laid off plus people who are still on furlough and need a job. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't know, somewhere between between 7,000 and 10,000 or more people like all in this direct for, area all looking for a job in one place mm-hmm. is crazy and not to mention like other theme parks in the area are doing it too so it's just like adding to it i don't know it's like overwhelming and stressful sometimes but other than that i've been like pretty chill i finished watching ratchet have you watched it yet oh my god no okay so it's on our list but we also watch big brother and Big Brother's mm. on, like, three days a week, and it is so <laughs> overwhelming. It is a big time commitment. <laughs> it is. And, like, we're already behind most of the time. Like, there'll be a new episode, and we'll be like, well, we haven't watched the last episode, <laughs> so. I don't watch Big Brother, but I have been watching Dancing with the Stars. Is it only because Carol Baskin's on it? <laughs> no. Um, 
I mean, I usually watch Dancing with the Stars anyway. My number one is AJ from Backstreet Boys. I didn't even know he was on it because I don't follow it. I just know Carol Baskin's on it because that's all over Facebook. Carol Baskin. (laughs) I have no words. (laughs) I thought you were going to start singing the TikTok song. And I was ready to hear you sing the TikTok song. No, but during one episode, uh, Derek Huff is one of the judges. Of course, and I love him. he made a reference to that song. So yeah, AJ from the Backstreet Boys is on it. Jesse Metcalf, who is John Tucker Must Die. Yes. Of course I know who that is. Are you kidding me? He's <laughs> on my... <laughs> I was about to, like, say that when we do... So, like, 90s heartthrobs are a thing, but no one ever talked about heartthrobs from the 2000s and the 2010s. So, like, I'm here. I, Kate, <laughs> am here to talk about the... Uh, heartthrobs that went past the 90s because there have been heartthrobs outside of the 1990s but I feel like that word is exclusively used to describe Mm -hmm. the male species also we didn't ever say our names (laughs) it's irrelevant (laughs) (laughs) okay I just like wanted to I feel like that's the very first thing of podcasting is you should say your name not like 20 minutes into the episode, but, like, in case anybody was wondering, the voice that's talking right now's name is Kate. And this is Caitlin. This is Hey Dude, the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so I've been watching, I finished Ratchet, and it was really good. I mean, I normally like Ryan Murphy shows. I never, I never finished um, the other ones. I never finished Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And I never finished the Versace one either. But this one was really good. But then also remember Glee. <laughs> Never forget Glee. He wrote Glee. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I like don't want anyone ever, to ever forget that. <laughs> like when people are like, oh, I love Ryan Murphy shows. I'm like, oh yeah, my favorite's Glee. And I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Gleek. <laughs> Somebody come throw a slushy on my face. So... I have something for you. Oh, no. What do you have for me? Why am I, like, a little bit scared? <laughs> me too. It could be good. It could be a good thing, or it could be a bad thing. That's <laughs> the definition of our entire friendship. So, like... <laughs> I... From Target? No, it's just... I just oh. wrapped it. You wrapped it <laughs> somewhere did I leave it somewhere (laughs) no you um I slept over at your house (laughs) and you made me coffee in the morning and you're like here take this to to work and you just and then you never gave it Kaylin you used to fall asleep you know we got rid of the throne that you used to fall asleep on listen I'm just a sleepy girl (laughs) you used to come over to my house and sit down and be like let's hang out and be friends and I'd be like damn yeah you're here and then 30 minutes later we would have a movie on it and you would be asleep (laughs) listen I just can't stay awake 
I'm surprised you're not napping right now. I'm so excited. I'm going to put my coffee in this tomorrow. <laughs> um, it's been well-loved. I think that I just, like, didn't have the opportunity to give it back, and then I didn't see you for a long time, and I was like, well, <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> my mom and I have matching ones, and when we went to Disneyland, we put margaritas in them. <laughs> so now you finally have, I'm going to miss it, but it's okay. I'll buy you a different one. No. I actually, I got you something else. <laughs> why are you a Disney gift card? To and make why? up for the lack of... <laughs> I don't know if you were still working there. Well, you probably were. But. (laughs) I think this is probably the happiest moment of my entire life. Because honestly, like, I thought I lost this. Like, you know when you, like, just accept that you've lost something and you're like, well, I'll never see it again. I have things that I know that I let people that I never got back. And it, oh, like, yeah, my haunts me. friend from high school stole, like, every single one of my sweatshirts. So if person is listening to this, I know you still own, like, 32 sweatshirts of mine. I didn't forget. I know exactly, like, I know somebody who stole one of my tank tops and a pair of shorts because they slept over my house one time, and they never gave it back. I lent uh, the secret window to somebody. Like... The, the Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> okay. And then I asked them about it like a couple years later. And they How'd that go? They were like, oh yeah, we still have it. <laughs> they didn't. Oh my god. I like how it was wrapped in a in well, two, two bags. Like I put it in one bag and you could see through it. I didn't want to ruin the surprise. I'm really nervous. I was really nervous when you handed this. I was like, oh god. Oh god! I'll get you a um, I'll get you a spooky girl one because they have like Halloween ones that are better, and I'll get you one, and then you can remember me. <laughs> Instead of owning my shit, I'll just buy you something. <laughs> it's honestly the perfect on your way to work coffee mug. <laughs> I own this is my third one. <clears throat> well, thank you for this mug. Um, that I bought originally. I will cherish it. With um, more, with coffee in the morning. We have pumpkin coffee at home. Ooh, that sounds yeah. good. We made a huge pot so we can have like iced coffee, mm-hmm. which is not the same, but it's like it's like pretty close. You know, it's better when someone else makes it for you. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I'm looking, and you have the best array of TV shows. You have Lost one, two, and three, which is arguably the best three seasons of Lost. Yeah. Because after season three. It's like season four is good, and then it falls off the wagon a little bit. And the only reason we stepped, we continued watching was to like find out mm-hmm. that they were all dead anyway. It's like my favorite show, <clears throat> probably my number one favorite show. I've seen the first season <clears throat> so many times because I've gotten so many people to watch it just by being like, "Let's watch the first three episodes," and if you don't like it, that's fine. I've had at least three people that I got to rewatch the show. Or the guy, that I rewatched the show, and they were watching it for the first time. Like, with, and it's my favorite thing. I love watching it for the first time. Or, like, 
<clears throat> being there with someone when they're watching it for the first time because they're starting to like have the gears move and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're going to throw a wrench in that one. Don't worry. Um, but then I also see that immediately after that you have Charmed. Also <clears throat> one of my other favorite shows. <laughs> I have the Charmed tattoo. <clears throat> it's not just because of the show. Although I do love the show. Mm-hmm. It's like an Irish symbol. <laughs> um, but Charmed was one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, I made my grandfather watch an episode. And, you know, some episodes were, like, really scary. And other episodes were just, like, good. Like, they yeah. were scary, but they were good. Mm-hmm. We watched that stupid episode, which I, you might want to rewatch it if you don't remember. But the one about the ice cream truck where the demons would pull people into the back of the ice cream truck. Yes. That's the episode I watched with my grandpa and he never watched an episode again. <laughs> I was so mad about it. <laughs> and then immediately after Charmed, you have Punked, which is amazing. Um, and then you have Grey's Anatomy, but I can't tell. Is that one season of Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Is it just the first, the first season? season? Okay. Or it might be the second. <clears throat> I think that's the second season. I think I lost the first season. I don't know where it went. That's valid. Um, I watched Grey's until season four, maybe five. Maybe I hit five and stopped watching. So a couple of summers ago, like a lot of summers ago, mm-hmm. 2013, uh, all summer, my parents were in the middle of, like, getting the house ready to move, and they weren't telling my brothers yet, and so, um, I didn't go home, because I was like, I won't be able to keep that secret, I'm gonna stay in Vegas and work and, like, go to summer school, mm-hmm. and so I watched TV, like, all the time, because I lived with my grandparents, and they lived, like, an hour and ten minutes away from all my friends, so I wouldn't do stuff, like, if I didn't have summer school or work, I wouldn't want to drive that far to mm-hmm. see people, so I would just, like, sit at home and watch TV for literally 24 hours. Yeah. Um, and I watched, that's when I picked back up Grey's Anatomy, so I rewatched season one and two and three, where I had stopped, and then I couldn't get past them after that. I was like, so then I started watching The O.C., and I finished The O.C., and then I watched Laguna Beach, obviously, like, correlation <laughs> there. Um, and then I finished Laguna Beach and started The Hills. And I loved The Hills, but then when I rewatched The Hills, I was not into it. I was like, I got bored, and I don't know why. I don't think I watched The Hills when it was first on, and I didn't watch any of the other ones. The Hills oh is the only one I watched, um, I think, on Netflix. Okay. I liked it, though. I Okay, so in high school, we had this, like, one room that was, it was, like, a long hallway, and then the, activ- the student activities director's office was there, and then they had a couch and, like, a table and a TV, and then the religious activities directors rooms like offices were after this like common space room it was like a living room and we used to watch Laguna Beach on our free period in there Mm -hmm. and teachers got mad because like free periods are still supposed to be academic or something stupid like that so we made a club that met during that free period (laughs) and the purpose of the club was to watch Laguna Beach and discuss (laughs) So that we were still able to go to that room and watch Laguna Beach. And I would hook up my TV because my brother had um, one of those, like, torrenting systems. So, he'd, like, he torrented the whole series for me. So, I had it all saved on USB drives. Mm-hmm. And I would just, like, bring my computer in and, like, put the USB drive in and we would watch Laguna Beach. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a great use of your time. <laughs> what a great use. That's why I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, um... In middle school, somehow I ended up in skate club. Like, inline skating or, like, It was, like, skateboarding boarding club, but... Or did you just play the game skate? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, like... We just met in a classroom, and then the teacher would play Lords of Dogtown and the Z-Boys documentary. 
and that was it. That's For actually like badass as shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got to be around all of the hot skater boys. I think that's probably why I put it on my list of like ones Did I wanted to be in. Did you listen to Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy the whole time you were in the classroom, like in one earphone while you were watching Lords of Dogtown? I was probably thinking about it in my brain. Okay, good. That's. I mean, everyone's gateway drug to pop punk was Avril Lavigne, right? Oh, oh yeah. Like, that first album, Let Go, was... I'm trying to think. So, yeah, because, like, probably first and second grade, I was listening to Avril Lavigne and No Doubt. And then... Yeah, No Doubt was also, like, a new... Like, that was, like, a segue into. Yeah. Um, But No Doubt was different because, like... Avril Lavigne played on, like, pop stations, and No Doubt played on, like, all, our alternative station. Mm-hmm. Like, so I always thought, honestly, like, coming from someone who was little, No Doubt seemed more, like, adult, and Avril Lavigne seemed more, like, tangible, I guess, like, my age range. Does that make sense? Yeah. But Just a Girl was fire. Mm-hmm. Fire song great jamming out while staring my brothers directly in the <laughs> I'm Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, the first pop punk. Because I think I was listening to, like, fifth and sixth grade was probably, was my Weezer Green Day Panic era. Okay. <clears throat> but I'm trying to think of what led me up to that. I got into, like, I mean... So, like, yeah, I was always, I always listen to more, I guess, like, alternative music than everyone else would be listening to whatever was popular, but my, okay, so my mom didn't listen to the radio in the car, because there was always too many of us in the Mm -hmm. car, and it, like, distracted her from driving, because it was, like, music plus four kids almost murdering each other, plus, like just mom things on your mind all the time, I, I would assume. Yeah. Um, so we didn't listen to the radio, and then because she didn't listen to the radio for, like, literally years, it became almost like a habit for her, so then even when it was just, like, you and her in the car, she wouldn't turn on the radio. Um, and I don't even think she would have put on, like, even if she put on the radio, it wouldn't have been, like, anything we wanted to listen to. She'd put on, like, the country station, <laughs> which, like, I like country, but no one else. Like, my brothers don't. Mm -hmm. And so, she had this Shania Twain CD that has Come On Over. Yes. And You're the One and, like, that CD. Mm -hmm. And then, um, she had John Denver. Right? Country Roads Take Me Home? That's John Denver, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why I, like, questioned whether or not John is his first name. Like, I know his last name's Denver, but John... <laughs> oh, yeah, John like, Denver. It makes me uncomfortable. I feel like that's wrong. But, yes, yeah, so those were the two CDs that she had in the car. Um, or the country station, which she only turned on if... Like, when I got older, because we wouldn't talk. So she'd, like, <laughs> turn on the country station, which I didn't mind. Um, but I'll, everyone always listened to, like... I don't know. They'd listen to, like, what, whatever was popular. Like, at school dances, I never knew any... The songs. They're like, oh, we're putting on, I don't know, insert random song here. I can't even remember. But I did know, like, Boom, Boom, Boom. Boom, boom. I want you in my room. 
You know it, right? Yeah. Okay, you didn't react, so I was like, oh, do you not know that song? Well, because my and first... And every time we touch... My brain first went to Weho, so I was waiting for you to... <laughs> no. Um, no. Every time we touch, Cascada. Cascada? Yes. Yes. Um, I knew, like, those songs, but, like... Okay, embarrassing confession, number one of the podcast... You do look like you're on, like, a, a therapist chair, the way that you're lounging. I'm so comfortable right now. Do not attack me when I'm It's just I'm the way you're positioned. It's like, it looks like you're in a chaise lounge, but you're not. I'm just living my best life, Caitlin. I'm comfortable. I have my Disneyland 60th mug back. I have a gift card for something. You're just living in, you're in the high life right now. I you're have so my excited. phone on silent. Um... Okay, so uh, at my eighth grade, eighth graders at my school got like a party just for them, and it was after the dinner. So like your family would go to like this awards dinner, and then immediately after they'd be like, "All right, parents, come back and pick them up at nine p.m." And then like from like six to nine, they would have it was like a DJ, and it was like a eighth graders only dance, and it was mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, and I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know who Team T-Pain was. And so I would just, like, dance and jam on the floor with, like, my friends, you know, doing whatever you do. And they'd be like, I love this song. And I'd be like, yeah, don't know this song. First of all, why were they playing I'm in love with the stripper at your 8th <laughs> grade? <laughs> I'm in love with the stripper. They were playing um, Bartender. Oh, okay. And uh, I was, like, just jamming and doing my thing and just really – really having a good time and the um the dj put down the microphone and i didn't know the (laughs) and i'm tone deaf so i just looked at him and went yeah (laughs) um and i've thought about that every night since i was 12 years old and i bet your classmates also think about that and they look through the yearbook and there's like they're like oh there's kate who's a fucking idiot I don't know if anybody remembers that, but if they do, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for the memories. You're welcome for the, yeah. Thanks for the memories. Fallout Boy. <laughs> Bartenders, that's like, I feel like one of the best T-Pain songs. It like, I feel like it holds up. It, it does hold up. It's one of those songs that you can put on, um, and someone might think it's like a new song if they haven't heard it before. Because it's, it didn't, I don't know. It has, it's got it. It's got it. Yeah. With like, like the capital I-T. I'm in love with the stripper. It's iconic, but it's, it's not like, I listened to it in Like Irony. now we call them sex workers, so it's like already not okay. <laughs> yeah. So like if I'm listening to it, it's just like for the fact that I'm listening to that song, it's not because I enjoy it. Correct. It's like, oh, I gotta be nostalgic and listen to this song. Yeah, or uh, Low, Apple Bottom Jeans. Yeah, so Low is still iconic, I think, because even at the time it didn't make sense, because no one was wearing Apple Bottom Jeans and boots with the fur. No. Like, at the same time. I don't think I knew anybody. I mean, I was in... I didn't even know what Apple Bottom (laughs) Jeans were, but I did own boots with the fur because those were Uggs. (laughs) (laughs) I owned Walmart Uggs, so... okay. Um, I owned one pair of Uggs, and I wore them to the bitter end. I just threw them away before I moved here in 2017, and I got them in sixth grade. 
Wow. For Christmas. And then I have another pair of Uggs that my mom bought me to try and get me to not wear my other pair. Um, but I have fat calves and she bought me the tall boys. So they fit, but not great. So I still wore like the short little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but Uggs were like iconic. So like I, I understood that reference. Um, but I was also in like fourth grade. So the whole club looking at her. Unre- can't relate. <laughs> I did not want anyone to look at me ever in fourth grade. <laughs> I don't. I I did have one person who was looking at me in fourth grade. Yeah. Um. He. He was a new kid, and for some reason he had a crush on me. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I was like way taller than him, and I was fat, and like starting to get acne, and um. It was around Valentine's Day. We had a Valentine Grams. I don't remember what they were called, but you we could call pay them like Candy Grams. Candy Grams. So you Did you call pay, them Candy Grams too? I think so. <gasps> oh my god! So you'd pay like a quarter, and then yeah. they would give you the message, and there would be like a Tootsie Pop or whatever. So the week that they were doing it, he sent me one every day of the week. And it came through, like, he did it, like, anonymous. So the first, I mean, I can't say his name, but the first day it was, like, all stars instead of his name. Yeah. And then the second day he, like, revealed one letter. <gasps> oh, my God. So it was, like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, on Billy, Valentine's Billy the Day. the talking answer head. He was going to give you his name. He gave me a box of chocolates and a ring on Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. So are you engaged to him? I still have the ring, so I might be. Yeah, I but, think that's um, the rules of the land. I don't really understand it because nothing happened with it, so I don't know what his point was. Um, I think after all of that, he expected you to do something. <laughs> um, that's just because we assumption. didn't like we didn't really like talk that much before or after. It's not like we hung out every day, right? It just so happened. I, yeah, it's just like an event that happened. Yeah, interesting. We had candy grams. Um, I was friends with all the boys, so they, like, I never got one from, like, a admirer. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's the only boy that liked me until, like, seventh grade, so. <laughs> what year is it? The only boy that liked me until, uh, 2020? <laughs> uh, it's been, like, 25 years. Um, no, my, uh. My brothers always sent me one, though. I always got one for my brothers. Because they're good brothers. Aww. Yeah. One time my brother told me when we were drunk that um, his successful, his plan of being a overprotective brother was successful. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I'm, me and the other two worked so hard your, enchi- your entire life so that you'd be too cool and no guy would want to date you. So we, we did it right. We made you too cool, so no guy wants to date you because you're more interesting than them, and you always will be, so protective older brother for the win. And I have, that conversation lives rent-free in my mind. (laughs) Rent-free. Because I'm like, but he's not wrong. (laughs) I will, like, start talking to a guy and be like, oh, you are very not interesting enough. (laughs) But maybe I'm just, like, too, maybe I do too much. No. <laughs> you therapist do just hour. enough. <laughs> this is our therapist hour. Actually, Kayla's <laughs> my therapist, and you guys are all getting to listen in. You do just enough. I just think that was so funny, because, like, what an older brother thing to do. 
Also, what an older brother thing to do to send me candy grams. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I think also um, one of my best friends, Dietrich, sent me one as well. And everyone was like, oh, my God, I think Dietrich might let you. And I was like, no, he's just one of my best friends and he's being nice. I think probably in middle school, I think I sent one to a boy. But I don't think I put my name on it. You're so I probably scandalous. I probably just put like Honestly, I'm surprised our school, my school even let us do it cuz we went to, I went to Catholic school. So I'm like honestly shocked that they even let us do candy grams. No boys I liked ever liked me back. <laughs> Damn, a whole last move. Um wow, candy grams are Did yours come on like a pad of paper and they would like rip it off? I think it was probably, mm, no. Ours I think it was, like, like typed onto a piece them. of paper, and then they would cut them. Oh, we had, like, little pads of paper. I don't even think if I type in candy grams, it's going to come up. You know, like, those, um, in case you missed it, like, you missed a phone call or something pads that they have? They kind of looked like that, but they were, like, light pink, and then it was, like, to and from, and it was in, like, funky handwriting or funky fonts or whatever, like, Comic Sans or something. Not actually Comic Sans, but another, like, mm-hmm. funky font. And and then it had, like, a little, like, I don't know, bubble. And then, like, four or five lines. And so you could write your message, and then to and from was on top. And then you could pay an extra, like, 25 cents to send it with candy or just a candy gram mm-hmm. or whatever. But it was restricted. So only 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, I think, could send them. But anybody in the school could receive them. So, like, an older brother could send, you know, their younger sibling one, a.k.a. me, when I got mine in kindergarten before Seamus <laughs> left, before Seamus went to high school. <laughs> wow, what a blast from the past. I forgot that those even existed. I probably still have mine somewhere. You have so much, like, you kept so much. I I have moved so much that I've <laughs> just thrown. I've looked at things and been like, you are important to me, trash. <laughs> Because I just don't, I don't have room for it. Not, hey dude, just like my life. (laughs) So before we finish um, recording tonight, I do want to go over some exciting stuff going on on our social medias. So in the month of October, Caitlin and I are going to post photos of us in our Halloween costumes as kids. Mm. Um, I might even include some of my friends because they both dressed up as McDonald's french fries around the same time so I think it's really funny so I might include that pending them saying that it's okay were they the whole <clears throat> yes not just one french fry correct. but they were the whole the whole McDonald's container. french fry correct um, but we also have our bracket going on um, and the bracket this month is Halloween movies movies that came out between like like the early 90s I think is the earliest so I think like don't 90s look under the bed is like 91 mid early Early to mid two thousands. Yeah, I think t- like Twitches too and Halloween Town High were like slightly later. They were, they definitely were, but I feel that they were still, they still yeah. should have been included. Yeah. Um. So, I wouldn't say highly anticipated, but I'm really impressed with the out, like the turnout of people who voted. Um. The most amount of votes was thirty, and the least amount of votes was twenty eight. So we were in that thirty or thirty five was our highest. Mm-hmm. So we were in that thirty range the whole time, which is really cool. Um, and so our next, our, um, poll is up right now on the Twitter and it ends in three days. So by the time this, uh, 
podcast post, it'll be over in like a day or two. Mm-hmm. So uh, if everyone could go on and just vote. Um, round one is Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas and Don't Look Under the Bed. Round two is Double Double Toil and Trouble, which I was so impressed that that beat out The Little Vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally am a huge fan of Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Me too. So I was... That's the one, like, I voted for on my personal Twitter. But I voted for it thinking it was going to lose. Like, I was like, whatever, I'll vote for, like... Like, even if it's going to lose, I want to vote for it. Um, and they're going up against Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, which is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. So that's a hard one, I think. Um, and then round three, we have Pocus versus, Pocus versus Halloween Town High, which is, like, <laughs> okay. such a dead, like, such a dead giveaway. And I feel bad that Halloween Town High, like, had to go up against it that way. Um, but... I personally didn't want to have Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus on the same side because I feel like those are the one and two seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like if we put them up against each other, like, really early, it would have been awkward because I feel like we would have gotten, like, Mom's Got a Date with Vampire versus Hocus Pocus. And, like, Hocus Pocus would win, like, 400 votes to two, literally, mm-hmm. I think. So um, the last one is Halloween Town versus Halloween Town 2, which is your favorite of the original two before they started to get crazy. So what movies are the ones that lost, that are gone? Yeah, so the movies that are gone, we have, so Halloween Town, Return to Halloween Town, out. So Sarah Paxson, out. (laughs) Replace Marnie one more time. So, okay, so Return to Halloween Town is the one with Sarah Paxton. Yes. And Halloween Town High is where they have all the, like, uh... Where Lucas, they try to blend, like... Yeah, and Lucas Grabeel is in that one. Yes. So that one's still in. That one's still in. Um, Corpse Bride lost Nightmare Before Christmas, which is sad because I really like Corpse Bride. But expected. I wasn't surprised. I yeah. feel like Nightmare Before Christmas is the more popular Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. Um... Little Vampire Lost to Double Double Toil and Trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sadly, Under Wraps Lost. I mean, you're sad, but Don't Look Under the Bed is, like, one of my favorites. So I'm happy that it that it went through. It, yeah, I mean, it did... I was... I liked both of them, but Under Wraps, like... I hadn't seen it in a while, so I rewatched it on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I haven't seen that in a while. Let me rewatch it. And I forgot how much I liked it. So I think that's kind of why I'm upset is because I recently rewatched it and it still holds up. So it's like, but I understand why it didn't win, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Phantom of the Megaplex didn't win over Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. This one stings a little because I also loved Phantom of the Megaplex. That's a really good movie. Um, And it has... Um... Who's that guy? He's, like, super famous. In Phantom of the Megaplex? Yeah. The the old guy. Um, I was just about to say I haven't seen Phantom of the Megaplex in so long. Mickey Rooney. So oh, my has Mickey Rooney God. I forgot he was in, like, I forgot that he was in that. I don't remember. He was the owner of the... Oh, he was, like, the the guy who owned the movie, the theater. Mm-hmm. No one else in this movie got famous, though. So Phantom of the Megaplex was sad, but I understand Mom's Got a Date with Vampire. It's the more iconic one, for sure. You said nobody in this movie got famous? Oh, God. She's going to roast me now. <laughs> Taylor Hanley. Yeah. Jacob Smith was one of the kids in Cheaper by the Dozen. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was the, yeah, he was the, the one that was supposed to be a twin with Allison Stoner. Which they did kind of look like twins. Don't say he was supposed to be a twin. <laughs> yeah, like when I was little, he had that skater vibe going on, and I was all about it. But I wouldn't say he's famous. No, he just did a, like a great other role. Yeah, correct. And then, as if we should have expected this one, Scooby-Doo 2 is a fantastic movie. It is 100% a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It also has Sugar Ray in it. But you put it against... Focus Focus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just like to let everyone know, when I was putting these together, I had a list that was in no particular order, and then I tried to start like grouping them based off of like 90s DCOMs, Y2K DCOMs, Tim Burton, um, the sequels to so like Calabar's Revenge and Twitches 2. Mm-hmm. And then everything else was kind of like a mod podge to throw together because it was like, well, that doesn't work there and that doesn't work there. So obviously these could be a little skewed because of the way that they're like put up against each other. Um, but I don't think against any of these movies, Scooby-Doo 2 would have won. <laughs> I'm going to be real frank and say that. Uh, Halloween Town won over Twitches, which is... Not surprising, but it won 91% to 9%, which is the surprising part to me. Well, yeah, Twitches is a pretty, like, pretty solid Disney Halloween movie. Right. So I I expected a little bit more love. Like, a li- like we had to do a tiebreaker against Halloween Town High and return to Halloween Town. I would have expected it more from, like, Halloween Town and Twitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Calabar's Revenge, which is the second Halloween Town High, or Halloween Town, won over Twitches, too. Which is fair. I don't even remember what happens in Twitches 2. I watched it two years ago with my roommate slash best friend. Um, But I'm not going to say I was sober. So I don't remember what the movie was about either. But I have a lot of these on my like list to watch this year. And since October started only a couple days ago, we'll be getting into that list real soon. Better get moving. Girl, <laughs> we do not mess around with so Halloween many movies. movies, so little time. And then Halloween Town High lost, or won to Return to Halloween Town because Return to Halloween Town is the one with Sarah Paxson. Okay, so that was fun. Um, but if you want to go vote and get your opinion heard, uh, right now we're looking everywhere. Everyone's sitting at about ten votes currently, mm-hmm. with three days left. Um. I'm not really that surprised with everything else going on in the world, like, on social media, that uh, our poll is getting not as much traction, but I'm really hoping that we get a couple more votes so we can get in the same range as last time, so, like, 30 to 35 Mm -hmm. votes would be awesome. And then we'll see what the best Halloween movie, according to our listeners, is, and then you guys will get to find out our favorites, too. Kind of already did, but (laughs) we're going to go over it in more detail. I just love Don't Look Under the Bed. I mean, like, I'm going to rewatch it now because I, like, rewatched Under Wraps, so, like, I obviously need to rewatch Don't Look Under the Bed. It, it just used to, it used to be so scary. It was so scary, which is, like, why I think I liked Under Wraps better because I've never been a spooky child. I've always been afraid of everything. Oh, I was, like, a kid watching the others. I'm trying to think of, like, the first scary movies I watched. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't do scary movies. Not really. Like, I will, um, but then I won't sleep for, like, two weeks, which I don't sleep anyway, so why does it matter? <laughs> just start watching scary movies. 
I don't think, even like now, I don't think many of them scare me. I think the Babadook scared me, but it didn't, it didn't scare me when I was watching it, but then after, I like just at night. Kept, yeah. Yeah, and then you think about it, and you're like, mm. But he became a gay icon, so like. <laughs> the Babadook is a gay icon. <laughs> you didn't know that? I don't know. He is, though. In, like, 2016, he was all over everybody's, like, Facebook stickers. The Babadook is an LGBTQ. But I can't, I don't even know if I could Google this, because I don't want his face on my phone. Babadook gay? Is that what I'm typing in? No, hold on, I got it. (laughs) Oh, I, I think I have seen that. How terrorizing a white Australian family became... An act of queer defiance is a queer icon, and people will soon find out that the Babadook is a queer icon. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, for a while there, in, like, 2017, people had, like, this on their profile pictures. See, I don't like it. But I never watched, like, I don't watch scary movies, so I never, I don't know... What's scary? Babadook is a frightening and fabulous new gay icon. Well, at least people are taking the scary out of it, but it still looks scary to me. See, he doesn't scare me at all when I see him with a pride flag on his hat. <laughs> <laughs> There's one picture where he has suspenders, some flamingo glasses. I saw that one. It says, get ready to be Babashook. Babashook. Oh my god. This one has, like, a rainbow leading to his little scary door. I still, I don't think I would go in there. <laughs> I still, I wouldn't, if I was in the closet, I wouldn't leave it. If I was outside of it, I wouldn't go in it. There's no, me and that wardrobe ain't. <laughs> I'm not coming out of this closet if the Babadook is on the other side. Uh, Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe, and the Babadook. <laughs> oh, wait, I just saw this other thing, and it says, apparently, wait, what? Okay, I don't know what this is yet, but I'm gonna read you the headline. It says, apparently Pennywise is gay and dating the Babadook. <laughs> wait. <laughs> like, Pennywise the, the clown? <laughs> I thought Pennywise the band at first, and I was like, which member, though? <laughs> Internet insists Pennywise... A fear-eating sewer clown is also gay. The next obvious conclusion is that the two living nightmares are dating and terrifying people all over the world. You know, that doesn't surprise me at all, though. I don't, they don't look like a good couple. No, they don't. One has entirely too much color, and the other one doesn't have enough. So... I just... Because I wanted to Google, like, a picture of them together, like, if somebody made art. And in the Google search results, there's, like... Penny Babadook fan fiction. <laughs> so I know what Caitlin's reading later tonight. <laughs> she will be uh, not showing up to work tomorrow because she read too much Pennywise Babadook fan fiction. Maybe all my um, ads on my Facebook and stuff will change. From, oh, they absolutely are going or to change from politics to Pennywise Babadook fan fiction. Oh, that would be the dream. <laughs> I don't need another political ad to remind me to vote. I don't need every single social media asking me if I'm registered to vote. You know, there's no option to say I'm already registered to vote. It's either register or change state. (laughs) There's a lot of art of them together. Oh, look at this one. They hold hands. Oh, good for them. I like how he still has his little red balloon. 
This was so much fun. Don't we need to do like an ending? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what are we just gonna end? Just like talking about the Babadook ends. <laughs> no goodbye. No thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> no, check out our Twitter at Hey Dude the Pod. No. No. We're just the Babadook. Just the Babadook <laughs> and ending the podcast. Well, dude, it's been real. It's late. Um, I have to go home and, you know, life, bed, let the dog out. Um, who? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> well, thank you for uh, no, thank chatting you. with me again. Chit chatting, <laughs> my favorite word. Um, You're not saying that sarcastically, are you? No. The word chit chat. <laughs> no. Okay, because I love that word. <laughs> and thank you to all of our all of our listeners. For all listening. three of you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. All three friends um, are here. Make sure you check out our Instagram, which is at HeyDudeThePodcast. Yes. And our Twitter, which is at HeyDudeThePod. Yep. And um, we're going to get better at posting stuff. Um, and if you want to, like, reply to old tweets, go for it. If you want to like old photos, go for it. Um, if you want to email us, we'll put that somewhere. Yeah, definitely. If you go to the Anchor site, there's actually an option to leave uh, voice recordings. So, like, if we do have any fans listening to this, they could make a voice recording with their message. And And we could, like, play it on the show. Yeah. We could talk about it. Um, But basically, it's just going to be shenanigans for an hour and a half per episode. Where we might talk about stuff from the 90s and 2000s. Sometimes there'll be a, uh, a script. <laughs> we have, uh, we have structures planned. We do have structures planned. This is the first time, so we, like, really hope, um, for some feedback. Let us know what you think. Um. Only if it's nice. <laughs> you can give me the bad feedback. <laughs> I check the Twitter a lot. I don't do anything with the Instagram, so if you have bad feedback... Send um, all the hate mail to at Kate. <laughs> just Kate. The first one on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, I'm really excited for you guys to kind of come on this journey with us. Uh, and we will just be goofballs along the way. Yep. Yep. We are Audi 2000s. <gasps> oh my god. Later, skater. Dope, 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 dope. We'll <laughs> see you guys later. Babadook, end. <laughs>